This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning on this uh, this beautiful morning. January what? Oh, I didn't know. Chick 16th. January 16th. I was going to say, this is a very beautiful morning. I can't, you know what? It was 66 degrees at 545 this morning. It was 66. I thought you said it was 57. No, it was 66. Yeah, I think you're lying. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, it was 66. It's warm out. No, No question. It was not. It was a nice. It was a really nice night. Well, we got a little Santa Ana going on, I think. So it's supposed to be a little windy today, actually. Is it? Yeah, but warm. It's been warm uh, the past couple of days. Got a couple of projects done outside. Good stuff. So no, no complaints, right? Yes. It's all good. It's been been a beautiful, uh, beautiful week. Nice, beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Right. Good stuff, right? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning on January the 16th. Here we are now that we know the date. We know it was 66 degrees at 545 this morning, and we know everybody's happy here in San Diego, right? Yes. <laughs> and Kevin agrees with me, so we're all good this morning. Thanks for joining Auto Talk Radio this morning. Uh, give us a call here. Um, anything automotive related that you'd like to talk about this morning? Uh, we are. What are we talking about this morning? Oh, miss when it comes to uh, servicing your vehicle. So, uh, but anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about. Give us a call here at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. As uh, you're listening to us here on the Answer San Diego and K Praise, um, and we're happy to answer any of your automotive questions. Brendan's standing by, ready to answer the phone and put you in the queue, and we'll get you going here and uh, talk to you about anything automotive related. Uh, Kevin on his phone is still trying to find the topic that we're talking about today. Well. Did you lose it? No. I actually printed it out that I forgot it. I left it in my truck. We had this conversation. I know. I know. What was it, Thursday about 5 o'clock? I did. I printed it out. I stuck it between the seats of my truck, and then I jumped out of my truck this morning, and I forgot it. So hmm. here we are. Anyways. You're back staring at your phone again. It's all good. So not that you need to look at that. You just needed to know what the topic was. Right? Exactly. So all good. So we are talking about the uh, the mist that... Uh, um, affect your uh that people talk about when servicing vehicles that uh, can be confusing and we'll uh, jump into those but like i said anything automotive related give us a call 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 we know you're awake and wanting to talk about automobiles and cars and questions and things so do give us a call uh anything good happened with you uh at the shop this week anything different strange automotive related that you want to want to discuss the topic of uh it was just a normal week for me it was normal <laughs> normal broken cars yes well i mean no, uh, yeah 
We had a uh, diesels, transmissions, you know, that that 2000, what was it? 2016 Yukon left that had an, an issue that had a break in the wiring harness, right? Yes. Causing a intermittent uh, uh, um, TPMS light and stuff. Ye- Faults. Well, the, the weird one about that one is it, 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 uh, it would just the light would come on, obviously, because it wasn't getting communication, but there wasn't really. And the only code in the system was it's not programmed, meaning like like when you first put the new tires and everything on, you have to go around the system and wake up all the sensors. That was the only code in the system. There was no. And, I, and you know, that's another thing on, on, on TPS stuff, because it is Bluetooth, basically. I mean, it's the easiest way to all the sensors in the tires Correct. are Bluetooth to an, anten- to an antenna and then. And the weird thing is, when I start getting into that diagnosis, um, other than them, other than everybody focusing on, oh, this is what you got to do to wake up the sensors, but that's not what the problem was. And, no. And and so as I was doing more and more research, there wasn't a lot of information on on the rest of it. Well, wire, so, wires are not supposed to break. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't even think the wire was totally. It wasn't totally. Didn't broke. you have a pin that had a bad connection? Or yes. Something? Okay. Yeah. That's what. I, yeah. So it wasn't a broke so wire. It was, it was a, bad connection. High resistance. The bad thing is though, it was getting enough connection that it really wouldn't set a code in the computer. I mean, like, a, like a, like a, like a, a code for that system. Uh-huh. It was just saying that it wasn't getting. It wouldn't get the signal. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't. It wasn't a bad enough connection for that. It was just bad enough for it not to give signal. Well, exactly. So, and and uh, we see a lot more cars. We had a car in Miramar, same thing that got towed in. When start come to find out, somebody else had been trying to diagnose the car and back back cut uh, uh, with the wrong. So, using the wrong uh, equipment to test a vehicle, we you can do what we call spread a pin, right? Yes. When you spread a pin, uh, the connector. The drag's not right. So when when actually looking at connectors, we often do a drag test on them to make sure that, that there's the right uh, amount of uh, tension on the connector. Because if the tension's wrong, the connection won't be good and it'll be intermittent like the problem you had, right? Yes. We had one that had 16 pins damaged on it. It's not the pins, but the connectors. And we had to re tighten them all and then the car started and ran just fine somebody was pushing the thing oh they're like sticking a regular test light in the back side of it spread and we call it spreading the pin and 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 they just like all these pins had no connect it had like 14 codes in it the car wouldn't start and run it ran fine before they diagnosed it or whatever they were doing to it previously whoever it was so there you go I've also seen them with a. You know what? And this is funny. If you go to like a like an advanced class or something, like, is every once in a, like, every, once a year you go to an advanced class, and they just keep touch on the new mm-hmm. stuff coming out. And you know what? You always have these instructors talking about a pin backing out of the connector. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've I think I've ran into that twice in my whole entire life. As much as people talk about, well, at least when you're in these advanced. Well, classes. you know why people talk about that, right? Because it will run you in a circle. And once you've seen it, it's like the thing that it's not the, those things the, that in pin drag and and all these things with bad connections are the hardest to diagnose out of all things because they can come and go. There can be issues. So, well, I mean, and yes, it could, but it's I, I, I've only seen it like once in 30 years. <laughs> you just saw it this week, didn't you? Well, that one wasn't bagged out, though. That no, was but it was a bad connection. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> I know. <laughs> same difference. So. And usually that comes from somebody monkeying with it, right? 
Well, I don't, some of them, you know, I, I, I think because you got to remember them little terminals that they plug in there. Mm-hmm. They're made out of, uh, it's a very soft metal. It is. And uh, some of us from the vibration, the heat and the cold, the heat, the cold. And the, and the little pins, you know, like the little snap thing that like things down. Once it gets hot and cold so many times, it'll just get weak and it'll back out. I mean, it'll. Correct. And let's face it, these days, in the past 10 years, with the multiplexing on the vehicle and, and everything, all these modules now, a lot of these vehicles were running uh, three-wire systems that all the modules talk to each other, right, on the same superhighway, yes. right, which is multiplexing on them. Um, connections and resistance are so much more important now, right? Yes. Creates issues or not. So um, cars these days, don't go sticking things in the back of terminals, connections, unplugging plugging things in if you don't know what you're doing don't go monkeying around as we say because the monkeying will cost you money yes <laughs> so it's not a good thing whatsoever all right let's grab uh larry in oceanside real quick good morning larry good morning guys how you doing i'm doing amazing how about yourself this morning well i'm calling you so i usually got problems so with cars <laughs> right <laughs> well you can but still I'm... be doing amazing <laughs> <laughs> what's going um, on uh one, I got um, on a truck, you guys, uh, um, catalytic converters, uh, you can't buy, you know, the Nissan catalytic converters like four grand because there's four of them on, um, on a V6. Correct. Okay. Uh, there's pre-cats and then the, Can you go to the junkyard and get a, um, a uh, uh, used one and how do you, can, can look at them and test them and look at them to see if they're good? Uh, well, first off, California law uh, uh, says that you cannot buy used catalytic converters, so you can't oh. go to can't go to a junkyard and buy them. That's absolutely not really. Yeah, and now are you? So there are sometimes aftermarket ones available that can be welded in and stuff, um, but it depends on the engine family number, and there's a lot of things that go along with that. So you are right; it has to be proper for the engine family number, the vehicle application, the year, all that stuff. Um, are, are the cats bad on, on your Nissan pickup? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt had it there. They tested it and he, oh. he says it's like blowing air through the thing. So, Oh, gotcha. Is uh, it, um, so it's setting a cat efficiency code. Is that what it's doing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, they're shot. It's got 349,000 miles on it. So. Oh, well, there you go. They do, they do wear out over time sometimes, unfortunately. And the only place they're available from is, is Nissan then? We would have researched that if, if uh, Matt was working on it. So is, is that the, the fact? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, I, was, I was like, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you know, it's time to send this truck to the boneyard or not. And, uh, well, the good news is, getting this price. I hate to say it, but it, it's got, so it's got a check engine light on is the only thing going on with it. Obviously, there's no drivability issues, correct? No. No, yeah. When, when was the last time it was smogged? Uh, about a year ago, so. Well, you got another year out of it at least. <laughs> yeah. As far too yeah, that, it. <laughs> so, I mean, you can use it, yeah, obviously. Uh, when it needs to be smog next is going to be the problem. So, cause yeah. That, yeah, that, I know. That's um, when I pull the trigger on that. I got another question for you. Sure. Uh, you send me a, a, a great email, and I really appreciate you. Know, you talk about you treat people like family. Um, you know, you really do. You know, you, you're the real deal, man. Um, but I had a, uh, a transmission. You guys rebuilt the transmission in this truck that I'm driving. Uh-huh. And then I have a Sentra, and it was like $3,500 for the transmission. Mm-hmm. And then I got this little Sentra car, you know, uh, to put a transmission into that, 
it was like sixty seven hundred dollars. You know, what's it? Why is it so much difference in price? Um, that uh, if I believe that's the it has a CVT in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so expensive. That transmission is so expensive, unfortunately. And 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 yeah, I replied back to you with you. So there's a couple options, obviously depending on the warranty that we want to do with it. But yeah, the the parts are so expensive on that transmission. It it just is what it is. Kevin's raising his hand, well, so let's see what he has to say. Yeah, but you're gonna remember with the CVTs, nobody remands CVTs. I mean, like they're all brand new units because. Even the manufacturer has so many problems with these units that they don't reman them. They build brand new ones, so they're a lot more pricey to buy. Yeah, and, that, and that's where the parts come into. So it, it, it here, in, in the point that Kevin's making, the reason we don't reman them ourselves is the components are so expensive, it'd be more than that for us to actually remanufacture one of those than, than purchase and replace the transmission. Yeah. Unfortunately. Now, uh, now Kevin did um, probably about uh, six months ago. He did the, um, you know, the fluid change and everything, and he told me uh, I need to get a new transmission in this thing. Yeah. But the thing's still running. It, you know, I, he did great work. Does it's it still, is, uh, is it set? Is it set in codes though, or you, you just you, no? Oh, no okay, codes, good. No code. We got it, it straight. Doesn't have power. It has oh. no power. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it, it, the the belt's starting to probably slip on it or whatever. Well, you know, I I mean, you can drive the life out of that one too until it comes time. You know that. Uh, you have to do more with it, but yeah, unfortunately, or 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 replace the unit. What year is that? What year is that, Centra? That's an '07. So yeah, I got my money's worth out of it. I bought it for my kids, and gotcha. Now it's used for the running around with the dogs in it and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Until until it fully dies, I mean, you can definitely get your life out of it. But uh, you're you're right. That that is an expensive repair. An expensive repair. Yeah. Question. So. Well, listen, I appreciate that, uh, you know, your email to me, and uh, you're the real deal, man. You know, you treat people right. Well, thanks for your comments, Larry, and that's what it's all about, uh, just taking care of folks. So I, I, I appreciate your call and appreciate you uh, being a client and, and, and listening, man. Have yourself a wonderful, yeah. safe weekend. You too, man. Take care, brother. Bye. Yeah, bye. So, um, yeah, Larry actually sent me an email asking about, you know, hey, you know, what what's the options I have on this? CVT on this he was in you you serviced it but uh, we had told him then that the trans was going downhill quickly so sometimes the car the transmission overrides the price of the car well especially on a, that one especially a Sentra I mean think about it I don't understand why the manufacturers do this and when I and I'm not just just Sentra but uh Sentra is one of the lower lines of Nissan and you know every manufacturer has their lower lines they tend to put the CVTs in the lower lines, so this is the bad things. I mean, you're talking about the lower line of their manufacturer, so the car itself didn't cost, you know, and then you, you know, like you said, it's a 2007. The out, outweighs the car. Exactly. Um, I'm not a big fan of the CVTs just because, you know, the parts are expensive for them. I, I always, and this is the thing. When I buy a car... I always plan on having that car for a good long time. So my thought is sooner or later, something's going to break on it and I'm going to have to replace it. So I always look, I always look for, you know, something like, Hey, it's not that bad to put a transmission in this. It's not that bad to put a motor in this. You know, I, I, I do think about things like that because my plan is that I'm going to keep this car. It's always Correct. cheaper for me. It's always cheaper to keep repairing it than to go out and buy the new one. And cause I mean, look, let's face it. Brand new, uh, Everything's expensive, but yeah. hold that thought. Okay, we're gonna have to take our first break here. Give us a call here one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 
We appreciate your listening. You're listening to Auto Talk on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. And get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Thanks for calling in and appreciate talking to Larry. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Yeah, good conversation. <laughs> Broken cars. Our favorite conversation. Oh, we all have them problems, so. We, <laughs> we all have them problems. Even my car breaks. Well, exactly. Is yours? Yes. Your well, kids my, does. I see I you working say, on it all the time. Say, <laughs> mine didn't this week, but my sons did, so, you know. Some of that's operator air with your kid. I'm going to be honest well, with you. this time I don't think it was. Listening to and well, talk to me, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You deserve to have a broken truck. Well, he is 18, <laughs> yeah. so, you know. <laughs> that's our this time he it was, wasn't his. He was all to explain it to me why it wasn't his fault. And I'm all, I gotta go. <laughs> this time I don't think it was. Although it was a security problem, uh, so it was the ignition <laughs> thing. But the funny thing is, is so he gets in the middle of all this because you know you know how the fuel pump won't turn on when when it starts having uh-huh. ignition problems, like or you know the the security thing. So he's been working welding on this new flatbed for the back of it. So he's like, well, it won't start anyway. So. I'm going to go ahead and he had to pull the bed off and make a couple more welds on it and then put it back on. And right. Well, the way he had it off, he took all the grounds off the back for the fuel pump. So once I got the ignition thing and I got in, once I got everything fixed on he didn't it, put the grounds back in. Well, because the bed wasn't back on it oh. yet. And I, and I, I'm like, okay, well, it's the, the security thing is inactive now. I'm like, this should start. I'm like, wait a minute. The fuel pump's not running. I'm like, did you unbolt all the grounds back there? I had to <laughs> fired up kids. All right, folks, thanks for joining us this morning. Give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. As you're listening to Auto Talk Radio this morning. so Nowhere else better to be. We're making fun of Kevin's kid. I hope that he's listening. Christian, we're talking about He's probably you. not. He's, he's in Big Bear. Sleeping. He's in Big Bear right now. What do you now? go to Big Bear for? You snowboarding? <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. Take his girlfriend with him? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm always leaving her behind. That's okay. <laughs> All right, folks, I want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which uh, consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway up in Escondido, AAA approved and star certified for 28 years, now taking care of folks up in North County. West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out in East County for seven years now, or eight years, seven or eight, something like that, not sure. Along with West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, Central San Diego, AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks in uh, Central San Diego there for four years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, uh, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for smog. Taking care of folks in the Golden Triangle now for almost two years now since we uh, uh, took over Miramar 76 and folded it in with the West Automotive Group. 
All of us at the West Automotive Group, uh, employees, myself, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We truly, truly believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired. Find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about, for sure. Huh. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs also on approved credit. Uh, good card to have. We have a couple different uh, options for that. Happy to help you out. We can get you approved pretty quickly, even over the phone. And uh, great card to have. You can just use it any time for the six months no interest, and it's uh, very helpful. Keeps uh, the money on your other credit cards free during this time of uh, everything that's been going on in the past year. Obviously, money can be an issue, and keeping you on the road is important to us and helping you out. So uh, make sure and ask uh, uh, for your uh, West Automotive Group uh, finance plan, and we'll get you all set up on one of those. Um, we also are using, since this all started, you know, uh, uh, minimal people in the lobby at one time. Uh, when we give uh, our shuttle rides to or from work or home, uh, one one client in the car at a time, just uh, some extra measures, making sure we're cleaning your keys and spraying them down before we give them back to you, uh, wiping down the cars, keeping everybody clean, keeping the employees safe, technicians, office peeps, plus uh, uh, you as a client. Very important to us. Uh, so all, all, all those measures are in place right now at all four locations. Um, you can take advantage of our certicare care transmission diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem, please get your vehicle in and have us uh, make sure and diagnose it properly. We see way too many vehicles that people have been advised they need a major transmission repair or replacement and not the case. It's something external. Um, and sometimes it's after they've already had it done and they still have the problem. So we don't want to see you spending a bunch of money that you don't need to. Get your vehicle in. Let us diagnose it in properly and get it fixed properly without throwing extra money at the vehicle. That's uh, the best part of uh, any repair is a qualified diagnosis because it will save you money in the long run. Um, we also have shuttle rides to or from work at home, as I stated, and uh, uh, low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Um, go to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. From there, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. All available. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also click on... Uh, Auto Talk Radio and go to where we have all the podcasts uh, or listen live and also Auto Man segments where I'm the Auto Man on the CW and Fox 5 news every week. You can uh, pick those up if you missed them also. Uh, I'm on the Auto, Auto Man on the, on the Fox 5 on Wednesday morning news, uh, mid-morning, and also on uh, um, CW on Friday morning news and then Friday e- evening uh, news. Um, you can see me. So, uh, But go to westautomotivegroup.com. And uh, you can pick all that stuff up. Uh, also, uh, if you need to, would like to email me any questions, concerns, topics you'd like to hear us cover, autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. We're happy to uh, talk to you about anything. Um, our podcast is also available through Apple Podcasts, Google, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, uh, and radio.com. And tune in so you can pick them up if you're on the go. Just get your uh, app and listen. We're, we're there for you. This morning, though, you can give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. All right, let's grab uh, Curtis and Descanso real quick. Good morning, Curtis. 
Thank you. Hey, uh, I just had another brand of a timing belt that I uh, wasn't never heard the name of, and the name is Dayco. Are they good belts? Yes, good quality. Absolutely. Uh, could could you say uh, just as good quality as the rest? Yep, absolutely. Been around for a long time. Dayco's good stuff. Okay. And uh, how how um, how often when these things uh, go out of time do they actually just uh, go far enough out of time where the engine won't run, but it doesn't bend the valves? It is an interference motor. Not very often. Not very often. So <laughs> yeah, you, usually what happens is they strip teeth off of them at the crankshaft, and it comes out of time. One tooth, I'll do it. Usually one or two teeth, I'll, 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 I'll knock bin valves if so. If it strips the teeth off of it, it comes way out of time, to be honest with you. Okay. And uh, I asked that. I got that. got that. Okay, that's it. Uh, thank you. Hey, thanks for listening, uh, Curtis. And uh, did you uh, are you getting ready to put a timing belt on that? You yeah, got a I Lexus, a right? On, yes, I found a sticker on the timing belt cover. Uh, duh, that's where they put them. And uh, yeah, it's about thirty thousand miles overdue. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's getting there in time, though. At least it's been done once, though, because I know that your Lexus is kind of high mileage, correct? Three hundred twenty-seven. Gotcha. Yep, yep. It, it's it's time then. That that will save you money in the long run. I I know it's not. Uh, not the cheapest repair. Uh, is uh, it something that you're going to tackle yourself? You think? Yeah, it's just. Uh, there you go. Uh, what's the longest uh, you ever hear of someone who uh, went without uh, 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 until the belt failed? Longest mileage out of that V6 Lexus motor. You know, I don't know. Not, not that I want to. No, I, I, I just wouldn't push it. I don't, but I don't know. As far okay. as the best story I have with a timing belt is uh, back in the day, the uh, 16 valve Volkswagens used to blow out a timing belt anything over 60,000 miles so when you got one of those to 60,000 miles you do it we had a client that had a vehicle in and he pulled in he says check out my new Volkswagen this was back in the, in the early 90s do you remember, remember this story I remember this so it was like in 94 or whatever right we'd been only in business for like a year and I had a client pull in and we were working on his truck and he says look at this look at this GTI Volkswagen I just bought 16 valve and I said how many miles are on that car and he goes 61,000, I said, um, I'm going to tell you something about that car that I know because I've worked on a lot of them. And I said, you need to put a timing belt on that thing. Those things strip the teeth off of them over 60,000 miles, and the, the belt's recommended at 60. And I'm telling you, they don't go long after. He's like, yeah, you know, as soon as you're done with my truck, I'll get in. And I was like, oh, okay. So he takes off. He goes down the freeway. Guess what happened? Stripped. Stripped and bent all the valves in the car. So sorry. Uh, I had a non-interference uh, Honda Civic motor where I bought the um, lifetime warranty belt, and I didn't know about good brands or bad brands. And uh-huh. I went to two belts at twelve and 14,000 miles. Yeah. I kept asking the uh, parts seller. I said, come on. There's something wrong with this picture. And then uh, uh, I just, no, no. Quality apart. These are good belts, but then uh, I put a... Uh, and, he, and he sold me another. Well, he gave me, not sold me. He he gave me a, a warranty free belt, and uh-huh. it, it did the same mileage, uh, stripped teeth. And so uh, I put a Gates on it, and it was fine. So I don't want to go through this again. So I, I thank you for letting me, uh, you know, call in and ask you about good brands and belts. Oh, always happy to help, man. Thank ha- you. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thanks for Bye. listening. Be safe. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, bye. All right, folks, we're gonna have to take our. Uh Last break here, 1-888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the K-Praise and the Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages.
There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Mowersock, in the house with me is the co-host, Mr. Kevin. Good morning. It's a good morning. <laughs> good morning. Did you trim your beard, man? Yep. Looking good over there. I got my Corona haircut still going, though. <laughs> my Corona, my Rona haircut. I got a Rona haircut going. Can't always get into the barber, because, you know. <laughs> I don't want to be breaking the rules. <laughs> The barbers are closed, I think, aren't they? Are I they closed think, still? I don't know. Um, I, I've been busy for the last couple of weeks, so I hadn't even looked. I figured... Where'd <laughs> Brendan getting his hair cut at? He got all trimmed up. Uh, that would be my uh, fiance as well. So. Oh, she's a hairstylist also, apparently. <laughs> well, with buzz cuts or balding heads, whichever one. <laughs> with the Floby. A Floby. <laughs> Brendan, do you know what a Floby is? I sure do, yes. Uh, oh my gosh, most young people don't. <laughs> You older folks out there uh, that went along with me and Kevin listening, you know what a Floby is. Is that a, a hair trimmer that like hooked to a vacuum cleaner and sucked your yep. hair up? In I can't yeah, tell you how many barbershops where of- I was like, oh, $8 for a haircut, and they actually have those ones. And it's the one. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about it is, though, you remember Stoney? Stoney knew the guy that invented that, and that guy wanted him to invest with it, and Stoney's ex-wife wouldn't let him invest in it. Stoney's still pissed if you bring Floby up around him. <laughs> he gets all mad. <laughs> that thing was, like, big in the 80s, well, right? that dude made a lot of money on that thing. Sure he did, man. All you got to do is invent it and get an infomercial going, and you can make lots of money. <laughs> Somebody will buy it. No lie, right? Yep. One of those things. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, besides the Floby, that we were advertising for. <laughs> um, the Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. Um, we do not stock or sell anything else at the West Automotive Group uh, for one simple reason. They are the number one technician recommended battery uh, when it comes to your vehicle needs. Um, if you need an Interstate Battery, go to westautomotivegroup.com or if you need a battery for any of your vehicles, go to westautomotivegroup.com. We'll get you an appointment, get you in and get an Interstate installed for you. If you need a battery for any other need, man, and they have batteries for everything, check them out at their storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University or just Google Interstate Battery of San Diego and you can find where you need to go. Uh, they uh, they have a battery for every need, no question, and they are the highest quality. So good stuff. They don't sell Flobies, though. <laughs> <laughs> not that i know of at least i'll have to call ron who owns interstate battery san diego and ask him hey ron you got any flobies over there well he's probably got a battery for one if it's battery operated <laughs> if it is battery operated he will have a battery for a floby there's no question because they have a battery for everything so there you go one of those things for sure all right folks 888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 we're talking about anything automotive related that you want to talk about today do appreciate uh, Curtis and Descanso and Larry and Oceanside giving us a call. And I know we're talking about uh, myths. These are great things. So you should inflate your tires to the pressure shown on the tire sidewall, the max pressure, right, Kevin, on all vehicles? No. Is that your answer? Just no? Well, 
the reason is, is the car manufacturer sets up a certain air pressure so that the car rides comfortably and gas mileage. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they actually did do a lot of. So you're, you're saying that, that that tire could be used on more than one application of vehicle? Of course. Oh, there you go. There's an answer. So anyway, um, tires on your car um, can be used on many different makes and models, and every car has a different weight, right? And, and the suspension is set up differently, this, this, and this. So the way that the, the tire ride. actually sits on the ground. and Correct. So um, on the driver's door is a sticker, and it does tell what they recommend to set the tire pressure at for the best uh, safety, ride control, stopping, uh, performance, uh uh, ride feel, etc. If you set it at the manufacturer's recommendation, the vehicle will operate the best. Am I correct? Yes. Best fuel mileage, best ride. Tires are wear the best too. Performance, yes. Everything about it. Yep, correct. So uh, open your driver's door and look at the little air pressure sticker and set it to what the manufacturer recommends, not not what the max pressure is on the side of the tire. The side of the tire max pressure, that just tells you that no matter what vehicle it's on, that is the max pressure you can put on. You put anything higher, you run the risk of uh, of implode, exploding the tire, right? Yes. So we don't want that, do we? No. Nope. Sure don't. Absolutely not. Now, you do have to be careful, though, because there are – I've noticed there'll be some vans or, like, a, you know, vans or a truck come in, and somebody will put a lighter tire on the truck than what it's supposed to be, especially, like, uh, let's say a 2500. Not the right ply. It'll say 50 and 80 PSI, you know, 50 for the front and 80 for the rear. But yep. if you looked at the tire, it says Mac pressure, 55 PSI. Well, th- well, that's a different problem because somebody put the wrong tires on that's the car. That's what I'm saying. They'll put a lighter. And I, when I meant lighter, they don't put a real truck tire on the truck. Yeah, not an LT. So you do. You have to keep your eyes open on things like that. Well, as a technician. Yes. But as a, well, even as a consumer, if you bought a used one. True. But make sure if you do buy tires, the right tires being put on your vehicle, and that'll prevent that. That doesn't happen that much, but I mean, it does. No, it happen. does happen. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah, I, I get it. Especially with trucks. Yes. Because the, automobiles, not so much. The LT tires are more expensive because they're they're more heavy duty. They're more plies. There's more. Somebody shortcutted it. Yes. Yeah, we see that happen with all kinds of things, huh? Yes. So what about uh, if the brake fluid is low, just topping it off is fine? That's not a good idea. Where did it go? That's always my question. Well. I, I, I actually know where it went. Well, I, I, I know that, but. <laughs> That, that's why it's not a good idea to top it off because if it if the brake pads are getting lower and it's pushing more fluid out into the system like that. Well, that's why it gets low, right? Yeah, and the light won't come on. And not and the light doesn't always – see, this is why the light doesn't normally come on when most people brake pads start getting low. It's because people keep filling the master cylinder up over where it's supposed to be full. They top it off, especially if you go to an oil change place that doesn't – that uh, doesn't really know. They just top off fluids and change your oil. Yes. They, they don't pay attention. That's why a, a proper brake inspection is important. Which is not a good idea anyways in this day and age, being that you know there's like two or three different kind of brake fluids that people there r- randomly run. Well, it just depends on what vehicle your vehicle requires as far as brake fluid setup. Yes. Type, yeah. So dots, the different dot brake fluids can be a problem. Yes. I fully agree. So here's the thing, though. The brake fluid drops the level of it. It's because the pistons and the calipers have moved outward and the pads have worn excessively. So it's a good idea to put an eye on them and make sure that you have plenty of pad left. Uh, Usually by that point when it's low, uh, it's time for brakes. So as far as that goes, it's a good time also to 
to uh, flush out the brake fluid, obviously, because the copper content and everything gets high over time and the moisture content causes issues. But just topping it off is, you, yeah, where did it go? And I'll tell you where it went. The, the uh, brake pads have worn. The pistons have moved out further in the calipers, and therefore that brake fluid's down there. That's why the level dropped. So it's an indicator that there's been a lot of brake wear. And if, and if there is a seepage in the system somewhere and you keep topping it off, no... That's a problem. Yeah. There should not, not be a seepage in a hydraulic but, system. But I, no, but I know, but uh, wheel cylinders, I mean, it's common no, for them well, to the, start brake inspection will find that, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good idea either. So not. So don't just top it off. Have it looked at properly. It's time for a, a qualified uh, technician to put an eye on your vehicle to find what's going on with the brake system uh, and keep you appraised, which is a good way to go. Uh if regular grade fuel's good, premium's better. Is that true? No. Why? Because. Why? <laughs> it burns at a lower temperature. High octane does. So if an engine's made for the lower octane and you're running high octane in all the time, it can carbon the engine up even. It could. Because well, and, and the main thing with that is you really don't. So you need to look what a, the car was engineered with because it has to do with compression ratios when they engineer a car as to what fuel grade is required um typically because higher higher uh, uh octane fuel is to prevent pre-detonation yes when it goes in so so a higher a higher combustion uh, uh 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 ratio engine requires a higher octane fuel plain and simple to prevent what we call pr- ping or pre-detonation etc um so what you want to run is the octane that the vehicle calls for that's the most important yes so d- spend Buying 92 or 91 octane when your vehicle calls for 87 is a waste of money anyway. You just don't no, You don't need it. The vehicle doesn't need it. The octane rating has nothing to do with the quality of fuel. So if you want fuel with good quality additives, then you need to find a station that puts good quality additives in it. So such as some of the bit like Chevron and Shell and, you know, as far as that goes, uh, the quality additives are what prevent, help also prevent the uh, the uh, um, buildup of, of uh, carbon, et cetera on the valves, things like that. Yes. So uh, don't run, you know. So gasoline, when you're talking about gasoline, there's there's only so many uh, 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 places that are, are uh, um, they're not called distilleries. Yeah, I guess they are. What do they, what, what do they call them? Uh, uh, where they produce gasoline uh, <laughs> plants. Anyway, whatever. I forget the name. It's not a distillery. But anyway, same idea. It, it all comes from the basis of, of only so many companies actually – take raw fuel and produce gasoline and then it's produced for whoever wants to buy it so in other words if it's shell or whatever now obviously shell and 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 uh uh um uh chevron they they are big they're some of the big producers right yes but they make fuel for all kinds of other agents out there in the world a lot of these small smaller uh a gas station stuff and they they, well, they don't buy it from them they buy they do that's but right. they don't buy it from them maybe with additives and that's stuff in correct it. they buy it the way they want to buy it so yes. yeah so one of those things and today's gasolines are not the best am i right well it doesn't help much There's a lot of additives in well it. they're gonna say especially the way that and ethanol like cal and i don't know if if uh new york does it the same way california does it but they add because they have their summer blends, their winter blends. They add so much other stuff to them. It, and it's it has almost to do with not emissions. Even, it's really, and when I say it's not real fuel, it's not it's not real fossil fuel. Almost by the time it's done. 
Well, it is, but they add all kinds of additives like ethanol to it. And it makes it else. corrosive, though, and it makes it this, it makes it that. It does, and and makes it deteriorate quicker. It's it's not a good storage uh, fuel. No. So just just one of those things for sure. Anyway, you want to stay on top of it. Uh, um. So yeah, most so with fuel, most vehicles run just fine on regular grade fuel, which is eighty seven octane. And and once again, you want it. Every vehicle comes with a manufacturer's recommendation when it comes to that, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, you need to find what your manufacturer recommends and stick with that octane rating. A higher octane number simply means that the fuel is less prone to pre ignition problems, like we're talking about knock, etc., pre detonation. Uh, so it's often specified for a hotter running, higher compression engines is high octane fuel. The car's designed for 87 octane fuel. Don't waste your money on the premium. Plain and simple. There's no reason for it and it won't do you any good. And like you said, sometimes it can cause other issues. Well, besides that, even either or normally the, normally the, the, uh, when the engineers put together something, you're actually going to get better fuel mileage with whatever they set the car up to run. Correct. There you go. The motor's designed to run on that octane. Yes. So the engineers are good at that. So definitely. Some things they're not, but they're good at that. <laughs> Some things I ask, like like we were talking about the, the heater core issues on, on, on Ford trucks. And the, remember the certain years, like not up to 96 or something, the old body style, they like the heater core was like 45 minutes to replace. There's a little door and it slid right out and everything. Yes. So somebody was like, oh, this is a great idea. And then later on, they're like, oh, no, just hide it in the dash. Make it eight hours. We're good. Well, you know what? I was thinking the other day, go too. I mean, think about this. A Lincoln Navigator. How many engineers do you think took to build that Navigator? A few. Because there's a lot of onboard things going on there. I mean, you know well, what? Not only that. I mean, any high-end car now, like a Tahoe or a, you know. Well, yeah, I was just using that one as an example, though. Yeah. I'm like, how many engineers do you think had? And then. Well, it's an engineering team that builds a car. I know, but how many overlays? So it's like I think it's like eight engineers or something. And then they realized that my my deal and your deal weren't intermixing, so now we have to make a mesh together. You know, it's just I don't know. It's got to be a nightmare. So you're telling me like they they designed the whole car and then all of a sudden they look at each other and go, "Where are we going to put a heater core?" You never know. <laughs> People get focused on certain things, and so do you think? Do you think that like the heater core is designed into the car on the ones that are hard to get out, or or do you think it it, it was an afterthought on like the the ninety six Ford pickup truck where you could just take it out in forty five minutes? The dude's like, I'll just build a door for it. Yeah, <laughs> I think some things are that simple. It's a possibility. I don't know. I don't. It, sometimes I think they're more worried about leg room than they are. Then they design the heater box around leg room. Well, I think, and then realize they can't. I put think it. most the the most important things are. You're correct. There's performance. There's safety of the automobile. That that these days is extremely uh, fuel mileage and emissions. Those things all come into play first. All right, and then the the design of repairing it. That's like last thing on the thing you know so if 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 you could make all that fit into um repairing the vehicle easily then they they throw that in there at the end but i'm just telling you that is not number one so so safety emissions performance gas mileage those are all the things on the top of their list when they start designing a vehicle right yes cost of of daily driving it things like that because that's how they market it so people ask, so, so, um, 
a funny story. Like somebody said, some said to me, I fielded a, a call, a guy that been out to the Elkhorn store, and he says, "Why are these services recommended on my car? I only have forty two thousand miles on it." And I said, "But it's a two thousand seven. You have thirteen years on it, so it's not always just it's not always just m- mileage. It's time." Fluids break 13 years, you're cool, it's bad. Well, not only that, remember, fluids like like uh, training fluid, oil, brake fluid, they absorb water, they carbon, do. or the whatever, fluids, dirt. That's my point. Antifreeze, it breaks down. The chemical levels in it start to fail. 13 years is a long time. So he's like, well, I don't understand why these are recommended to do when I only got 42,000 miles. Because you're not paying attention. Listen. Well, it, Linda, it, Linda, 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 Linda. Think, think about... <laughs> Motor oil is probably, it, let's say, three months of just sitting there and not moving mm-hmm. and three months of driving. It probably separates more. I mean, it's probably what, worse on it just sitting there. Well, and it, you're right. It collects moisture. And Everything set, does. All, all the additives separate because it's been unbottled. And, now, you if know, it was in a vacuum, it'd be just fine. It lasts for forever, but nothing's in a vacuum. Yeah, we don't live in a vacuum. We do not live in a vacuum. We don't live That's in a ball. Yeah. <laughs> You could build a ball and put your car in it right. and vacuum all the air out of it. When I came to, when I came to work every day. Every, yeah, you could unvacuum your car and drive home. They actually make for people that... Oh, I don't want to hear this. No, I'm no, out. No, for, I'm out. For people that actually restore cars and stuff, they do make this like moisture bags. Oh, but they're yeah, expensive and they're... Well, they, and it's, it's time consuming keeping them in it. And, you're not... Yeah, well, you got... And how are you going to get your car in and out daily? That's not fun. No, that's... I, yeah. I'm just saying. You're talking about long-term yeah, 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 storage yeah, of a... Yeah, it's expensive vehicle. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's grab Alan real quick in uh, Chula Vista. He's got a gasoline question. What's up, Alan? Hi. Good morning, guys. I wanted to comment about the, uh, the distribution of fuel. I used to work for General Atomic Company and we were building uh, control systems and they have a control system down in that terminal in Mission Valley by the uh-huh. stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the fuel is blended somewhere else for, like, California certain times of the year, but the additives are added at the terminal. Oh, were they? Okay. Well, when the, when the driver keys in uh, whatever fuel he's he's uh, getting, uh, he's in, like, for Chevron, and they put Tecron in there. That additive is added at that time. Oh, very awesome. I did not. So I knew it was added depending on who the, the vendor was of fuel. But but so, yeah, you make the point, though. So all that fuel, though, is is California or, or California blend, but it doesn't have the additives until it determines what station it's going to or 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 correct. Right. Yeah. Like if he's picking up a load for Chevron, if it's a Chevron truck or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they, I think they have independent, all independent contractors do it also. But if he's picking up like Chevron, then uh, he, when he keys in for Chevron, he's going to get the Tecron additive uh, blended in. Very that cool. Time. That's good to know. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, in fact, there's kind of a funny story behind that. Back when I started working with them, uh, they used to have a 55 gallon drum or some kind of a container and the guy would just dip in there with a ladle and, and dump it into his tanker as it was <laughs> that, That's, that's <laughs> high-tech. And they started, doing, they started doing electronic injection, <laughs> or, you know, mechanical injection. So, well, anyway. you know, um, yeah, so it wasn't real high-tech back then, obviously, until they started with electronic. That way they could get the levels proper. <laughs> that's funny, though, that you, with the ladle, that's uh, perfect. Well, you know, it, it kind of goes into progression because they didn't have electronic control systems on on the uh, tank farm down there either. Yeah, 
uh, with some other kind of a mechanical meter, just like you have on an old gas pump. Correct. Yeah. So when they went to the electronic systems that were more sophisticated, then eventually the automatic injection was was added to it. Yeah, I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty sure today they got it down to a science. I'd presume. Yeah, I'm sure they do, and I I've been away from that business for a while, but um, I kind of in touch with guys that are still working on it, and uh, that that's where it is right now. They have uh, automatic injection, depending on the the grade of gasoline they're they're picking up. Very cool, cool stuff to know. Sometimes things you never think about until somebody mentions it. So uh, we appreciate you calling in, Alan, and sharing with us. That's good stuff. Hey, I have one more question. Sure. Uh, when you were talking about uh, running, like like for 87 octane gasoline, if it's recommended for the vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, Toyota, and uh, the um, once in a while the mileage drops on it, they recommend going to a higher octane. Uh, like what is it? Ninety three is the next one up. Nine, well, I think ninety one, ninety two is like the highest you can get out of a pump. Most pumps are ninety one, though they put them at. Okay. Anyway, they they said give uh, try running uh, higher octane fuel through on one fill and maybe do it you know once a month or every mm-hmm. two months something like that. And it seems to improve the mileage. I don't know whether it has something to do with cleaning the injectors or what. Um, just wonder if you guys had any idea on that. You know, I I don't. I don't really know as far as that goes. Uh, um, I do know if you have a, a, a higher combustion rate, uh, a ratio on an engine, and you run lower octane fuel, it can cause carbon to start to build up. So maybe that's why they, they, they use, they're using it as a way to reduce a bit of carbon buildup. It's possible. Yeah, they, well, they generally they say you probably you'll probably do it for an induction cleaning service anyway. Yeah. They say once in a while just to run a higher octane fuel but not on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because you don't need it and the cost of it, that's why, I believe. But, uh, yeah, it probably has to do with helping to reduce uh, carbon buildup, I'd presume. Okay, good deal. That's great. Thanks for the show. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in with that. I, lo- I love those things that, uh, you know, you just don't think about the mixture of, of fuel like that, but good stuff. Have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend, my friend. All right. Thanks for you, too, Brian. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, folks, man, this is good. That is good stuff. I like the ladle thing that he's like back in the day. Just, well, this this truck gets two ladles well, of fuel. <laughs> you want to know something now? They probably, I mean, doing it electronically probably saves them a lot of money on their additives and stuff. Now, I mean, well, not only that, it's just it's more it, accurate too, obviously. So, one of those things. Yes. Know. All right, folks. Hey, man, appreciate everybody joining. It's been an amazing Auto Talk Radio segment, right, Kevin? Yes. Uh, check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. You can uh, find out all about us and get in, get your car serviced, appointment, etc. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, have a wonderful, safe weekend. Everybody out there should keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up, right? Yes. Yeah. Anything else? Gonna, you, that's what I want to do. That's what you want to do? Not not like the guy I seen on the 15 yesterday. At Upside his, down. Oh, he flipped his truck like three times, a work truck. Never a good thing. Whew. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there across the nation listening to us. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. We do appreciate you joining us every Saturday morning, and we will be back live next Saturday. Stay safe. Be good. Get your car serviced. Check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. Until then, we'll catch you next Saturday. This has been Auto Talk Radio. 
for answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.